This is the Inside Cloud Channel podcast. I'm your host, Zegert van der Linden. Today, we're ending our mini-series on Windows Virtual Desktop. The topic of discussion is a direct follow-up of our last episode on the technical side of WVD. Today, today we'll be talking about implementation, proof of concept, and the way WVD is used by companies. With me are Carlo Caravaglia and Jurjen Uitenbogaert. Welcome, guys. Good to see you. Thank you, Good morning. Jurjen, I'm going to start with you. WVD is part of Microsoft Azure, but uh, when in the whole process does WVD come into play? Well, Windows Virtual Desktop, which is the full name of uh, WVD, um, it is part of Azure because it's running on Azure. It's Azure infrastructure running underneath the solution, but it's a platform for delivering applications to end customers. So each end customer or partner that is taking care of the IT for end customers that wants to publish or wants to deliver applications to end customers, uh, WVD is interesting for. So, so basically the, the hardware is Azure and the, for example, the software is WVD. Yeah, as, as we explained in, in, in the previous uh, episode, uh, Azure is a, it's just a data center with hardware servers running there um, taken care of by Microsoft for the physical part of the infrastructure. And WVD, that's an extra layer on top of it, which is a platform. So the infrastructure underneath is managed by Microsoft. And with that solution, with that platform, you can start delivering applications to, uh, to end customers. And when is WVD a, a solution for a company? When do they want to use WVD? Um, yeah, I'm tempted to say that it's, that it's interesting for each company. Um, each company nowadays is using applications and mostly remote because of the situation, of course. Um, so either you want to enable your em- employees to, re- to work remotely, it could be a solution. Um, but also if you have a running infrastructure, a current infrastructure that needs to be upgraded or you want to innovate and start using different applications and more cloud applications, Windows Virtual Desktop is a fitting solution. Yeah. Carlo, is uh, WVD always part of a bigger plan or can you offer WVD as a standalone future? Well, actually, it's both. Uh, technology and offering of WVD itself, it's so groundbreaking if you think that you fin- finally have a true OS with multi-user capability and only this can be a plus for selling. Um, then, of course, the real cash cow is adding added value services or IPs for from the partner. Uh, even if the cost of WVD itself is so low that you can do interesting profit just in there. Attached services could be as simple as giving support service to as much uh, as complex as wrap up WVD on a custom built solution for your customer. Uh, keep in mind that uh, WVD is not only a full remote persistent desktop, but also you can have remote app capability. So the ability to publish only a single application to your customer. What kind of questions do partners have about WVD? Well, uh, this is indeed a tricky and somewhat long answer <laughs> question. There are a lot of questions, uh, I guess. How many days we have? Um, joking aside, we can summarize the question from the partner to what it is, WVD, how much it costs, how does the WVD solution embed in our on-premise data center, how does licensing work. So as you can see, there are still somewhat general questions as the service itself, it's kind of new, even though it's based on RDP technology, so with more than 20 years of background. And in my belief, the most difficulty for people is to understand 
the WVD, it's actually very simple. Uh, in the past years, we got so much habit from Microsoft to have new solution that has high technological complexity, but also a more complex licensing. Just think in that in Microsoft exists the role licensing specialist that is a dedicated person to a single product, for example, SQL licensing specialist, uh, just because the license model is incredibly complex. Uh, but since uh, WVD leverages Azure, that is incredibly simple because you just pay automatically for what you use and Microsoft races if you have licensing, that's also super simple. As many users you have, that many lessons you buy. Sometimes people have some hard time because being so simple, they think they are missing uh, some aspect of it. So there is some point they're not really understanding. Uh, then it comes the understanding uh, for the one that I have a already a on-premise investment there on data center. They see the cloud as general as a competitor, but in reality, it's a platform that can leverage to build hybridization and actually extend the reach of the data center with the cloud and build more complete portfolio for the customer. As you can see, it's a very long answer. Uh, <laughs> yeah. So uh, I guess we can say that if you want to know more on how to get the best of the two worlds, on-premise and cloud, they're a listener. Just reach us out so we can have a proper conversation, maybe with some beers if we travel again. Yeah, if we can have those again. Yeah, and let, let's let's be honest. We, we've got about 20 minutes to for this conversation, but usually when you're talking with a customer or with a partner, there'll be multiple conversations that are... Hours long sometimes, I guess. Yeah. Uh, Jurian, um, maybe, well, this is also a pretty broad question, but I'm going to ask it uh, uh, nonetheless. What are the challenges when implementing WVD? Well, I, I think uh, Carlo's answer already touches uh, uh, broadly on, on, on what kind of challenges uh, partners are experiencing. Um, and it also depends on which per perspective you look at it. Uh, one of the challenges we face is the... Um, the unknown of, of WVD yet for uh, with partners. So they, they still think that that it's better to maintain your own infrastructure to build all those roles, you know, to deliver applications or desktops, virtual desktops to uh, to end customers. Um, so to convince them of the benefits of, uh, of WVD, that, that's one of the challenges we, we see. Um, and other challenges are just a lack of knowledge. I think if you, if you really want to... Uh, um, use the benefits of, of cloud and in particular WVD in, uh, in this topic, you need to understand the cloud basics. And what we experienced that a lot of partners are not yet that far. No. Uh, when, when I was preparing this episode and the past two episodes about WVD, I noticed that I too was having a bit of trouble grasping the concept. It's a bit abstract in a way or something. So that's something you hear from partners also. Absolutely, and uh, I agree. <clears throat> Sorry that uh, some of the um, or the name of WVD it's 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 not the best chosen name <laughs> because it implies that it's Windows Virtual Desktop, and that implies that it's a virtual desktop running Windows. But it's a platform to to leverage and to 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 utilize to offer applications or virtual desktops to end customers. So it's not an end product. It's a platform that enables partners to or end customers to build an enough innovative. Um, uh, desktop delivery experience. Yeah. So it, it, in that sense, it isn't that, that abstract because it's eliminating all the abstraction layers within an infrastructure. You don't need to have, to have connection brokers, license servers, etc., uh, etc. Et all the roles you need when you're building an RDS or a virtual desktop uh, infrastructure. Um, the whole 
abstraction layer is, is completely removed there. It's just a platform. You start building your solution there and you don't have to take care of those kind of things. But yes, that's definitely what we see amongst partners as well. So then let's talk about the benefits. Julian, what are the benefits of using WVD? Well, removing the, the abstraction layer or changing the abstraction layer of, of the total solution, that, that's one of the benefits. Um, there's no need for maintaining that part of the infrastructure. So there's no need to power the, the servers, to virtualize them, to uh, patch and update the, the, the software there, to troubleshoot it. It's That's taken care of by Microsoft. Um, so that's one of the benefits. You need less manual hours to, uh, to maintain, uh, less money because you don't have to invest in, in that infrastructure. What Carlo already mentioned, you just pay for what you use. Um, and other benefits there, they're more from a technical perspective. So um, for those customers who are using Office 365, they had bad experiences with uh, Outlook, for example. It was slow. Uh, there was, uh, you couldn't use OneDrive in the right way, etc. And, and And those those problems are eliminated as well with uh, with WVD and uh, and the underneath infrastructure. Carlo, uh, I want to take it a little bit more practical. Can you give me an example of a, of a company and how they use WVD? How did it benefit them? Um, yeah, well, actually, we have also recently published a, a customer case uh, and also more coming, uh, which is with FrontNode, a Nordic customer. Uh, where they totally uh, liked and uh, liked and and adopt uh, WVD. Um, Frontnode had mainly two challenges. Uh, first, there was a current request from one of their customer who wanted to merge three separate offices in one place, each one uh, with their own on-premise servers and local services. And the dilemma was either refreshing the infrastructure and joining the office on-premise or migrating to the cloud with Microsoft Azure and Windows Virtual Desktop. And the second front node had been looking for a while uh, for a solution uh, where their modern workplace customer could take full advantage of the cloud, regardless of the vendor dependency and on-premise legacy possible uh, with uh, Windows Virtual Desktop. So uh, they uh, uh, join also our, our one of our jumpstars, so they learn around uh, WVD, and then discussion started. And uh, well, actually, uh, now they're very deep and using uh, the, uh, the solution. Yeah, so um, you said you, you published this story, so uh, there's a link to that? Uh, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, at, at the moment, actually, it's available in, on the UK Insight website, so uk.insight.com. You can find the case, story, case uh, stories and uh, fit there for WD, but for the, it's coming for all the other co- uh, co- um, country websites. So the company is using WVD. How, how did it benefit them? Uh, well, when the way the, uh, when they deployed WVD, uh, sorry, redo. When we deployed WVD, uh, the partner was super happy as they got easiness of access and they could use their existing Microsoft 365 license and logins to access all the system and application through Windows Virtual Desktop without the need of, of a, a VPN or additional security, security layer. They also mentioned price as a major advantage, especially for a smaller customer because you can use the WVD also down to one person if you like. Uh, where cost saving may not be immediately visible, but occurred when resources and usage were optimized. Yeah. Then, a final part of the episode. Um, I can imagine companies want a proof of concept. 
when they want to start with WVD. Does does a WVD offer that service? Um, let's say that the uh, POC is in, in the soul of the cloud. Uh, we as inside offer a POC service where we deliver a three-day service where we explain all the concept of WVD, we drill down technically and projectually, and we deploy a WVD environment from a greenfield together with the customer to show all the steps and how-tos, and we give also the customer all the relevant documentation to do the deployment by themselves and manage the environment. And then considering that with the cloud, you pay only for the usage, actually down to the second of the usage of the VM, uh, whether you run that POC for one month, one week, one hour, one second, uh, nothing changed. You pay only for what, we, what you have consumed without any massive pre-investment in hardware or such things. Also, another benefits of the cloud, since you deploy the VD in your own Azure infrastructure, or tenant, it's virtually already one click away to be switched from POC to production, just adding more uh, required VMs to sustain users, granting access, and that's it. You have from POC your production environment. You've been listening to the Inside Cloud Channel podcast hosted by me, Segert van der Linde. Special thanks to Carlo Caravaglia and Jurien Uitenboog out of Insight. Want to know more about Insight and their services? Please check insight.com. We'll be back soon with a new episode of the Insight Cloud Channel podcast. In the meantime, please subscribe to the podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts from. See you next time.